How you doing? I'm Rich, by the way. Rich, how are you, brother? Nice to meet you. From Valiant, nice to meet you. Awesome. So uh, let me st let me start with uh, your last album was in 2016. Yes. Uh, Old Salt. Uh, right. Can you tell me a little bit about uh, the album, the making of it, uh, you know, the, the music on it? Well, sure. Uh, the album Old Salt well, it came out August 30th of last year, and it really has had no promotion in uh, the United States. Hmm. The reason is because I believe that the record label Napalm only cares about uh, Europe and the Europe market. Uh, we did like three tours last year in Europe, uh, right before it came out, while it came out, and then a sold out tour in, uh, in all in Europe with Clutch uh, in December. So this is our first tour that we toured on it in the US since it's been out, but wow. since it's not new new and it's not marketed as new, there is being no push for it from them. It's up to us really to get the word out about it. Sure. We, it's, it's our seventh record. We recorded it ourselves. Um, very proud of that fact. Um, our guitar player, Aiden Thor, uh, made his own studio in Wilmington, North Carolina, uh, built by this guy died of a brain aneurysm and didn't want to part out his old studio from Atlanta, Georgia, which is funny because it was from somewhere down there, somewhere down near Georgia, because Atlanta Rhythm Section had recorded on it back in the 70s. And um, killer old tape machines and board and everything and uh, literally built a studio with our friend Ian uh, Lard and they both recorded the whole thing and I think it sounds fantastic. It's a further exploration of uh, our love for heavy rock, proto-rock, 70s rock and it's got it's a little bit more funky bass lines. The first record was Storm on Bass. Um, he's, he's like one of those guys who never even played bass before. He's a, a drummer and a guitar player. And, and Aiden is a drummer and guitar player. And our drummer is a killer drummer. So we have, we have a band now that's got three drummers in it. And uh, so there's a lot of focus on rhythm in this one, a lot of focus on a little bit more soul, I'd say. There's, there's in our seventh record, there's ones that have skewed more punk, more metal, but really just a rock and roll band we felt back to get to the heart of rock and roll, you had to get that beat. Where does the beat come from? The soul. Mm -hmm. You know, in the '90s, it was just rock bands. When they lost the roll, they lost the soul. So our music's inspired by all those '70s bands like Thin Lizzy, MC5. You know, with a little bit of James Brown in it, we thought, why not get back to the root of where we built our band from? So this album brings back that soul. Do you feel uh, like the band has evolved over that time uh, musically? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, over 17 years, we yeah. definitely didn't know what the hell we were doing in the beginning. <laughs> and I think that each record, you know, even my favorite bands, and a lot of people will think, you know, like you have a record that record that you love by them, and then the next one's okay, but still great, and then another one's good, but then they may, might make a stinker, but then they come back a little, a little bit better, and then that, and you know, it's like a wave like that. Mm -hmm. With us, and I'm taking myself out of the equation, I think the other guys have done, you know, in the band have gotten better and better as we've gone along. Every single record, we learn something, we keep learning. I think that's the key. Not just in music or art, or poetry or whatever you do, or like, you know, you could be a cook. Yeah. The, the more you the more you do, the more you learn, the better you get at what you do, you know? And so adding to your repertoire as you go only makes you stronger and better and more creative. What, the, what keeps you motivated to, to keep doing it 17 years later? Um, 
I think we try to stay current by staying active socially and politically. You know, you don't have to think about our music like that. That's a cool way to do it, to write in metaphors and things like that. We used to name names and almost hit people over the head with, you know, you never want to be a fire and brimstone kind of guy, but we're definitely talking shit on what we think is right and what we think is wrong. But you don't want to hit people over the head with it and make it seem like you're some kind of preacher or something. So you have to add a little bit of little bit of comedy to it, a little bit of laughter, and try to make them smile about being miserable. <laughs> I think that's we can all share in that, that we're all miserable together sometimes. But staying, just staying current, you know, there's always something to talk about. There's always heavy shit going down. And if you throw politics and throw uh, religion out of it, then you can just be a human, just a humanitarian, and help people no matter what their color, no matter what they believe in, no matter what kind of music they like, no matter what, just help each other. I think that's really the, the point of everything we do, is to help other people. Because I'll die, nobody gives a shit about what kind of music I like. They might be interested in how we, where we got to this point from, but it really doesn't matter what I like because that's just one opinion, you know. That just comes from my own habits, beliefs, and desires and what I saw and where I've been, you know, sort of pushed. We all get pushed. We all follow where what we find significant. And that's what we hold the little pieces of to do what we do. Um, it doesn't really matter what I like because somebody else might come from something completely different, but they're every bit as significant as I am. So, you know, I just think... Throwing away your uh, hang-ups and, and and helping somebody, no matter what your differences are, is probably the best thing. It's probably the key to life. You know. Mm. Well, what's an interesting thing uh, uh, about what you're saying about your band too is that you have this the, the the Viking aesthetic to it, which is ancient, but yet you're you're keeping it modern in terms of where you're thinking and where you're going and stuff like that. It's interesting to see those two things come together. Right. Well, I never said that we have the ancient Viking thing together because our Thor isn't based on that Thor. Mm. Our Thor is. Uh, a guy who said he came from inside the planet Venus in 1957 mm. to talk to Dwight Eisenhower and to tell all the people of the Earth that there are beings all over the whole cosmos and celestial galaxy, uh, but they won't um, make themselves known to us here on Earth because we are a warring people. Mm. And that was written in a book by Frank Stranges. Frank Strange's, there's, it's called uh, Stranger at the Pentagon, and there was also one called Outwitting Tomorrow. He wrote a whole lot of books, but um, that mythos is based on him and oh, his okay. writings. Um, the real Valiant Thor. What, uh, you know, it's been a long time since you've done Warped Tour. Uh, right. Back in 2006, I think it was the last time? The last time, yeah. So, uh, how, do, how has it changed for you, personally? Not, not a whole lot has changed uh, about the tour, as far as, I, as far as I'm concerned, a lot has changed. We're a lot older, but uh, <laughs> everything else is the same, you know, a lot of uh, not knowing a whole lot of the bands, knowing some bands, making your friendships with your old band stronger, making brand new friendships, fans, friends, um, standing in line to eat. Uh, what, sitting around in the sun, getting sunburned, talking to people, hawking merch, and uh, uh, you know, visiting people. And a lot of it for us is always uh, making, obviously making new fans because our our fan base is old 
drunken dudes who don't come out till about 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> so it's really neat to have uh, to meet up with tons of kids who will grow up and be our fans that come out and drink and creep on us at 11 o'clock at night. They're right. just too young to do that right now. Are they surprised by like? Are you do you get uh, different reactions from the shows that you do on Warp Tour? Oh yeah, I'm sure people are just discovering you sometimes. Yeah, lots of times, especially these days. I think um, it was different back in the day. The, the thing that's changed, I think, the most is how people consume music, how people share music, how people get music and find out about it. Mm -hmm. All the social media networks have changed. In 05 and 06, Warp Tour's big sponsor was My MySpace, and they were very music oriented social media. Thing. Yeah. And we had a song when our album came out in 06. Our song was on the front page of MySpace, and we got like 500,000 fans that, that like like ads that day. I don't even think we have 36,000 fans on Facebook this, these <laughs> days, you know. So that that you know, it is finding a whole new generation of people who've never seen you. Maybe their dads and moms that were bringing them have heard of us. Uh, those the older people out here definitely latch on to it because it's more akin to older. I mean, it's based in older rock and roll. Uh, but there is also a lot of young people who come up and appreciate it because either they've been brought up with their parents' music or they like that it's completely different. And I don't say that as like, "Well, we're so different." I'm just, you know, for sure. you hear it a million times. That's it's pretty much <laughs> decided on. Yeah, you're doing something. You're sticking out a little bit. And that's, that kind of was the way it was back then, too. But that's a good thing. It's always sure. good to stand out. That, you know, if, it, if you're in a sea of blue jackets, you want to be the guy wearing the red jacket. Now, uh, what, do, you, do you have a particular uh, show or memory from Warp Tour that stands out to you specifically, whether it was meeting fans or on stage or afterwards? You know, the, the I mean... I will say that it, you know, everybody, over the years people ask what was the best thing that happened from Warped and I think it was because in the in the, our career wouldn't have lasted this long probably if it happened at Warped Tour because we made so many connections in the old days. In 05, we did tours with uh, with uh, Gogo Bordello, we did tours with Strung Out because of the tour. Mm. In 06, we went out with uh, Joan Jett and Eagles of Death Metal because of the tour and Joan Jett told Alice Cooper about us and he played us on his show. She told Motor, uh, Lemmy about us and we did four tours with Motorhead which is like the best rock and roll experience in my whole life. So like, you know, we ended up being on video games like Guitar Hero 2 and it was all about people we met out here. So, you know, there's not one particular one but maybe, maybe the app, maybe the, um, Casualties bringing Joan Jett over to see us play and playing a drinking game to our stage banter at the Detroit, the old Detroit, Ly uh, Detroit Lions, um, or no, excuse me, the old Tiger Stadium in 06 when we played there was probably a standout moment because all this crazy shit snowballed after that and, and went in our favor. So it was cool. That was a cool moment. Now you guys played earlier. Uh, how, how did the, the show go today? It was great. The way the stages are set up today is uh, mains on both sides and us in the middle. And so we're on either side. And if people are walking to their favorite bands, they get bottlenecked through our stage. And if you're rocking hard enough and they still have no idea who the hell you are, you can catch them and reel them in like fish. Yeah. And uh, everybody over there has had a big crowd today because they're all rocking their asses off. 
It's uh, it's like like a strategy, so to speak. Uh, oh you know, yeah. Where, 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 how, how do you try to bring people in every day based on where you are? Yeah, fishing. I always think about it as fishing. <laughs> so how do you spend your downtime uh, outside of uh, the band and stuff like that? What do you do? I make art. I drive a cab late at night sometimes to pay my mortgage, and I. Uh, Lately, I've been planning my wedding. I'm getting hitched up at the end of the tour. Nice. Well, congrats. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, now, you guys, you guys are from North Carolina. How is the music scene there? Oh, it's incredible. Long, long history of killer, you know, rock and roll and every kind of music, all the way back from like Nuggets era bands like the Tams to uh, you know. Uh, 80s bands like Corrosion and Conformity that still play today. Um, you know, every genre. I mean, there's so much. It's crazy because there's pl there's music there. Like in the mountains, they have bluegrass, which is the home of blue the blue the home of bluegrass. At the beach, you have like what all our parents did was like shag music. Like beach music is from North Carolina beaches, Carolina Beach, all the way to South Carolina to Myrtle Beach. So there's a lot of weird subgenres of music that were born in the Carolinas that still influence the bands today. But then you you know you have also in the 90s early. 90s, you had the indie rock scene there that had Polvo, Archers of Loaf, Super Chunk, and all those bands uh, from Chapel Hill's area. It's weird because the Tar Heel State, you know that old Nugget song, Tobacco Road? That's what it was about was Highway 40, which cuts America in half from Wilmington, North Carolina, 3,000 miles to Barstow, California. And the North Carolina part is nine hours long. And each hour on that nine hour drive through the state is another city starting from Wilmington, Raleigh, Greenville, Winston-Salem, Greensboro, Charlotte, Asheville, Boone, and every one of those places is a place to play. So if you're a North Carolina band, you know you get on that circuit, the Tobacco Road, and then you can go on forever. Nice. Sorry, I'm getting a little bit of that history. No, no. Do, 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 do all those influences play into to what you do at some point? Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say they have to. Like I said, I believe that we are a product of what we see in front of us. And, and there's two ways of looking at life, no matter who you are, and no matter if you know that you look at life like this. It's just that this is the way people do it. We make our decisions on what we find significant as looking on one side. Some people believe things happen because of uh, autonomous universal transcendent things and some people say no we are a product of our habits beliefs and desires so everything that comes before us everything that we like is because of something that we saw before and that's you know that's why like we have to be influenced my 10th grade English teacher's husband was the singer of this band called the Fantastic Shakers which do like I love beach music and Carolina girls and all these things. I just wanted to be bigger than this beach music guy when I was a 13-year-old punk rocker. Like, I just want to play music that's bigger than beach music. So, yeah, we have to. Even if you don't like it, even if you hate it, it still influences you. Sure. If you don't use the tools, the tools use you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, what, what's after Warp Tour for you, uh, music-wise? Are you touring tour more? Or? We keep getting offers. There's a thing with maybe a CKY thing, maybe a Sick of It All, but like I said, I'm getting married, so... I so you got to do that first. If yeah. it fits and it's right, we'll totally do it. If not, man, yeah. I've been making my... I've been making my plans for this for 18 years, so I got... We've been together for a long time. I got a little bit of... A little bit of celebrating to do for that. Sure, yeah, yeah. You, you deserve some downtime. I mean, you guys tour constantly. Sure. So, um, is 
there anything else you wanted to mention? No, I don't guess so. All right. But thank you very much thank for, you. Uh, for talking to me. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it.